Hey friends, I know how busy this time of the year is. And as much as I love home-cooked meals, sometimes there is just not enough time. But I have good news for you. Factor offers delicious, ready-to-eat meals, which can make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with your pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. There are two-minute meals, so you can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. They have snacks and smoothies and more. There's a wide variety of options and 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that will help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So head over to factormeals.com forward slash swanson50 and use code swanson50 to get, you guessed it, 50% off. That's code Swanson50 over at factormeals.com forward slash Swanson50, and you're going to get 50% off. No prep, no mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Yay for that. I'll be linking over in show notes as well, but go check it out and tell me how you enjoy your Factor meals. Christian Parenting. Aloha friends, welcome to the Boy Mom Podcast, powered by Christian Parenting. I am Monica Swanson, mom to four boys, podcast host and author of Boy Mom, What Your Son Needs Most From You. Here on the podcast, it's my goal to bring you practical advice and biblical wisdom for raising boys in this sometimes crazy world. You can always find show notes over at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. I'm so glad you're here. The little thing by itself is enough. But then I had an email from a mom a couple years ago who was saying, you know, we've been trying to be more consistent about devotions and we can't just can't do it. And then a few months later, she said, you know what? We started doing this blessing at bedtime. And then we thought, well, why don't we do devotions now? And so they were, you know, where they had gotten through three of them in the whole book before. Now they had this natural place in their life and they were onto their second devotional book already. So it was able to grow into something bigger, which is very cool. Aloha, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. And today we have a really practical episode. I'm so excited to share this with you because I know a lot of you have been wanting me to cover this topic for a while now. Now, you are just listening to a short clip from my friend, Christy Thomas, who I invited to join me for this conversation because Christy is someone who I think has a ton to offer in the area of little boys and devotions. She has three sons herself, and she worked as a children's ministry director before she even had children, and she really has a lot to offer in the way of teaching our little ones about the Bible. Um, She's written beautiful children's books, which we talked about in a previous episode, and I'll be linking to those books and that episode in show notes. But Christy has a ton of helpful resources on her website as well for teaching our little ones to do devotions, walking through devotions with them. I think you're going to love what she shares. And she has a brand new book about to come out called The Mother and Son Prayer Journal, which is really kind of a devotional slash prayer journal slash keepsake it's super cool. I got to check it out um, ahead of time and really enjoyed going through it with Levi. He really 
really did enjoy it, which says a lot. So you guys, um, I think Christy has a lot to offer. And then I jump in and I share some of the things we've done as our boys have hit a more independent stage where they're going from needing mom to sit with them doing devotions to where they can actually begin to do devotions on their own, how we've approached that kind of just the mindset so that it's not like we're forcing them or you know, something like that. So I think that today's going to be super practical and I think you're going to like it. Now, before we dive into today's episode though, I do want to just remind you that the Boy Mom podcast is here and able to keep running strong much because we have teamed up with the Christian Parenting Podcast Network. And the Christian Parenting Podcast Network is reaching over a half million moms and dads with trusted biblical guidance every month. Besides producing this podcast, Christian Parenting also develops books, workbooks, prayer journals, and other practical tools to help parents like you become the perfectly imperfect parents God created you to be. Now, today you have the opportunity to help keep the Boy Mom podcast and all the other podcasts on the network going strong um, by donating to ChristianParenting.org. And you can do it two ways. You can simply use text messaging, which is so easy. You can text the letters CPGIVE to the numbers 474747 to make a generous donation. That's CPGIVE to 474747. Or you can go straight over to the website and you can visit cpgive.org and make a donation there. Now, when you give right now, you're going to be entered into a drawing, which is super cool. You can win the Perfectly Imperfect Parenting Bundle, which is full of great parenting resources, like some identity cards that encourage your kids about who they are in Christ, the Marked by Prayer Prayer Journal, a $100 Amazon gift card, and I think there's a copy of Boy Mom in there too, as well as other goodies. So you definitely want to be entered to win that bundle. So be sure to give today at CP Give, and you can text that directly to the numbers 474747. Christian Parenting is 100% donor funded, and it relies on listeners like you to support the future creation of parenting resources. So thank you guys so much for supporting this podcast and for supporting Christian Parenting. All right, now we get to dive right into this conversation with Christy. I think you're going to enjoy it. You might want to grab a pen and paper, but if you are on the go somewhere, I'm going to link to everything we talk about in show notes. So no worries. You can find all of it as well as a little summary of some of the things we talk about. We've got a lot of really helpful downloads and free resources today. So do be sure to go over to show notes at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. And this is episode number 99. Did you catch that? That means next week's a big deal. 100th episode. I don't know, something to celebrate, right? So definitely you're going to want to come back next week and do some celebrating with us. Okay, without further ado, here is Christy Thomas and I talking about boys and Bible devotions. I hope you enjoy. Hey, Christy, welcome back on the Boy Mom Podcast. Thank you. It is so much fun to get you back. I was just pulling up our last interview and it was episode number 12. So you were way back in the beginning. That was the early days where I was walking through chapters of topics, I should say, from chapters from Boy Mom. And you and I talked about raising emotionally healthy boys. And what I remember is that listeners loved it. So I'm going to be sure to link back to that episode. You talked about kids and anxiety and a couple children's books that we'll touch on today too that you've written that are awesome. But before we dive into today's really great topic, can you just give another introduction for those who didn't hear you back then? 
Sure. My name is Christy Thomas. I live in Edmonton, Alberta, where there is still lots of snow in <laughs> March. <laughs> yep. And I have three boys. They are ages almost seven, nine, and 12. We're just about a birthday season, so I'm considering them the next stage already. <laughs> right. Um, I'm a homeschool mom, but I haven't always been a homeschool mom. I've been doing it for about a year and a half now. So I started just before COVID made us all become homeschool moms. So that was really good timing on our part. <laughs> mm-hmm. And really been enjoying that. I used to work at a church for the most of about 12 years. I was the children's ministry director there. So that was a good job for a long time. And then I quit a couple of years ago so that I could focus more on my writing. Right on. Okay. And tell us a little about your writing, um, both books and what you do online. Sure. Well, I am the owner of littleshootsdeeproots.com, and which is where we help moms nurture the hope of Christ in your homes without feeling like you have to know it all or do it all. So I'm all about little habits and doing small things that add up over time. So I have some lots of online downloadable e-Bible studies, but I also have some physical books. So I have Quinn's Promise Rock and Quinn Says Goodbye with their picture books for kids dealing with loss or anxiety or just kids in general. Lots of kids Mm -hmm. seem to like them, even Mm -hmm. ones that aren't dealing with those deep issues. And then upcoming, I have the Mother and Son Prayer Journal coming out, which is exciting. Yes. And we're going to talk about that today. Yeah. You have a ton of stuff on your website. So we'll link specifically to a couple of things we'll talk about today, but um, hopefully everyone can go over and just take a look around. And um, yeah, and your two Quinn books are just so beautiful and love them. Levi has enjoyed them so much. So mm-hmm. I just adore everything you do and you. And so I, mm-hmm. and I wish I could come visit you because my family's been dreaming about snow all winter long while everybody's <laughs> like, we want to be in the snow. We're kind of jealous here. So, well, I'll send some over. <laughs> yeah. I also just love talking to you at Canadians because just you're about, about, you have to say that a lot for me because I love the little accent there. <laughs> I have no idea. Even yeah. people keep saying we have an accent and I'm like, well, I don't hear it, but yeah, you know, I guess you never hear your own accent, right? Correct. That's right. Well, today we get to talk about something that just seems to keep coming up. Uh, I did uh, some Instagram stories a few weeks back asking people about devotions. I I was finding some new uh, Bible app devotions, like little reading plans for myself. And I started to ask people on Instagram stories if they had any, if they were looking for any. And then pretty soon I realized what moms really wanted was suggestions and advice on doing devotions with their kids. And they were like, okay, I'm okay, but tell me what to do with my kids. Are there good devotionals out there? How do we even get started? Just so many great topics came up. And I'm so excited because you and I had already planned this conversation. Mm -hmm. And so this is just perfect. And I want to dive in and kind of start from the beginning Um, maybe talking to the moms out there who aren't currently doing anything. And maybe I had moms that were like, well, you know, my son is a baby. What should I do with them? And I'm like, ah, that's so sweet. But you know what? (laughs) Go easy. Don't, don't kill yourself yet, mama. But really from the beginning, some of the moms who don't have a habit yet of reading the Bible or doing devotions with their kids, how they might get started all the way up to the moms who maybe have kids who are a little bit older and are trying to encourage their kids to develop their own habit or to just be reading the Bible every day. So let's start from the beginning. I love the things you have to say for really just, yeah, getting started. Um, start little, I believe, is what you, you've got something on your website, right? Can you tell mm-hmm. us about that? Sure. Well, one of the things I really believe is that 
little tiny habits, it's kind of like little tiny investments, they add up over time, right? These little tiny habits that we put in our days, they add up over time. And so we often think as moms, I have to be doing like a half hour Bible study with my kids, or I have to always be reading Christian books or always be listening to Christian music or, and if I'm not, then I'm failing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But we put all this pressure on ourselves and it's kind of this all or none proposition, but it's Mm -hmm. really not that way at all. Mm -hmm. And most like modern habit research says that that is not the way to approach doing something new in your life. You want to start with something that's little. And when I say little, I mean very little, like 30 second habits, sometimes even shorter. So in the shower in the morning, when I get in the shower, I say, Jesus, be the center of my day. And that has had a huge impact on my life because, and what does that take? Three seconds? That is a three second habit where I invite Jesus into my day. And of course he's going to honor that. But did it take a very long time? No, but it then kind of grows into something bigger. Yes. So we oh, want to start true. really little. So and so starting little also is really helpful if you have really little kids too. So one thing that I've always done with my really little ones is pray a blessing over them at bedtime. And I've been teaching this, you know, praying a biblical blessing over your children since before I had kids. And so every year I would teach this class at church and I started realizing as people were coming back and telling me, you know, now we're doing this like 20 minute Bible study in the morning because my kids are going to sleep better at night. Mm -hmm. And all these things that these bigger changes that were happening in families' lives were all coming as a result of this 30 second habit they implemented Mm -hmm. at bedtime. And I thought, what is going on here? What is this? And it was this little tiny habit that was Mm -hmm. making such a huge difference in families, partly because of the little habit itself and partly Mm -hmm. because it kind of spawned bigger Mm. thing. Yes. Okay. Real quick. Can you tell us, did you have a prayer you suggested or was it just pray something? Oh, so it's just praying a verse from the Bible. So the most common one is the one from numbers. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he turn his face toward you and give you peace in the name of the father and the son and the Holy spirit. Amen. And, um, and then, so what I did when I was teaching people at church, this, I gave them posters. So of a few different Bible verses. So you might want to pick something that was that's pertinent to your child right now. So we were praying the one from Philippians over one of my sons for a while, which we probably talked about in our last episode, the one about do not be anxious about anything, mm-hmm. but in everything through petition with Thanksgiving, present your request mm-hmm. to God. Yeah. Um, so I would be praying that over him every single night. Mm-hmm. And as I prayed that over him, things changed. Oh, and oh. I forgot to tell you <laughs> the thing that I gave the people at my church was a poster. So here's mm-hmm. one of the things that you really, um, when you're thinking about starting a new habit and you really aren't want to be intentional about it, you got to make it easy as possible. So I gave them a poster of the verse and I said, slap this above your child's bed where you can see it. You can put it on a sticky note if you want, if you don't have a nice poster, but I recommend just taping this on the wall beside your child's bed. So then you can put your hand on your he- on their head and you can read right off the poster. Mm, <laughs> so there's nothing it. stopping you from doing this. Yep. Don't even have to memorize it yet. <laughs> exactly. And eventually mm. you do. Yes. And your children do. And that's one yes. of the amazing things about this kind of 30 second habit. I have a friend whose children, um, a couple of her children have like severe learning delays and they were not supposed to be able to memorize things and they were not supposed to be able to apply this kind of stuff. And her son, she told me like in tears one day, my, my son was, he had memorized this and he was like preaching this verse to his little sister in the perfect moment. And she's like, he wasn't even supposed to be able to do that. Wow. And he oh. was because she'd yeah. been so consistently mm-hmm. praying this over him and yeah. it's so easy and they so love easy. it. 
They do. It's so comforting. I think even just the ritual and the rhythm of that is super comforting to kids. Mm -hmm. Well, and you know, it can lead into bigger things too. So the little thing by itself is enough. But then I had an email from a mom a couple of years ago who was saying, you know, we've been trying to be more consistent about devotions and we can't just can't do it. And then a few months later, she said, you know what? We started doing this blessing at bedtime. And then we thought, well, why don't we do devotions now? And so they were, you know, where they had gotten through three of them in the whole book before. Now they had this natural place in their life and they were onto their second devotional book already. Yep. Yep. So oh, it I was love able that. to grow into something bigger, which is very cool. Yes. I, I really love that because I think, you know, you, I've heard you say it kind of creates that space, right? Mm-hmm. And I know for us sometimes, you know, just as a family saying, let's just real quick before bed, let's just read like one verse and talk about it. Well, creating that space, that one verse often turns into a 20 minute discussion. Mm -hmm. And then we decide, well, we might as well pray or somebody grabs a guitar and we're like, well, let's sing a worship song. It's just creating that space. Mm -hmm. Um, So I really love that. And I I really appreciate too hanging things on the wall. I think that's super helpful for all of us. Okay. So start, start little, you've got a free guide Mm -hmm. on your website that people can look at, Mm -hmm. download. So okay. it talks about like if if you want to, you know, read a devotional book to your kids every day and you just don't even know where to start with that, you're mm-hmm. going to try the little version first, which is speaking a Bible verse blessing over your child. Okay. And But the other crucial aspect is that you have to pick a time of day to do it. And that doesn't mm-hmm. mean like at 5 p.m. I'm going to do yeah. it. Yeah, but it means, more. you know, you have to pick an anchor in your day, something you do every day. And a lot of people will say, well, I'm just not consistent. I don't do the same things every day. But you do go to bed every day. You probably tuck your kids in. You probably go to the bathroom. You're probably (laughs) drinking coffee. So you can tie your little habits into things that you actually do do every day. Um, I think the reason the blessing one works so well is because most of us tuck our kids in or say goodnight to them every day. So that's a great time to do that habit. You just say, as soon as I pull the covers up up over my son, I'm going to pray this blessing over him. And when you connect it to an anchor like that, then after the first couple of times, it's wired into your brain and into your child's brain. They'll be like, hey, mom, you forgot. Oh, so good. And I think that's sweet too, because I think as our kids grow up, and I'll let you speak to this from your research and experience, but we can also then teach them that that's just how they need to end their day. And when Mm -hmm. mom doesn't do that anymore, or if you're not home, then they can pray a blessing over themselves. They can just connect with the Lord before they sleep. And what a great habit to have for a lifetime, right? Mm -hmm, Exactly. So something, it's been expanding a little bit in our family recently, because I was, the thing that I'm really good at is like teaching the Bible to my kids and prayer doesn't come as naturally to me. So I've been trying to get my, help my kids, you know, before I pray the blessing, we say, dear God, something that I liked about today was Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And so just kind of debriefing with God, which usually then ends up being, you know, turning into a prayer of thanks or praise. And then we say, God, something I didn't like about today was, and then that usually ends up being, you know, something where you need God's help or something you need to confess. So those two little conversation starters have worked wonders in my family for us just knowing what to say when we pray. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's really great. And so, uh, how about as kids are getting a little bit older, uh, do you do morning devotions? What do you recommend for moms who want to get started just teaching kids to have that daily habit of spending time with God? Mm, well, at this point in my family's life, we still mostly do it together. 
I still haven't quite made that transition to like them doing it on their own yet, but we do do it together and we have done it together in the mornings for quite a while, even before I started homeschooling. So this isn't just a homeschool mom thing. So we do at -hmm. breakfast time, we read a devotion or we read some of the, usually we're reading from the Bible or we're using one of the Bible studies that I've made for my website, uh, which are always very simple. It's like just a few verses and some questions. And then sometimes I have a little play-based activity that we do if we have time, but we didn't start right with this, right? We didn't start doing 10, 15 mm-hmm. minutes. We started by me saying, I need no. to make this a priority in my life. So I painted this big, right. like foot, a, a, a plate that had about a foot circumference. Like it was probably bigger than that. And I put it in the middle of the table and I put the Bible on it and it stayed in the middle of the table so that my kids would remind me, Hey mom, we need to read this devotion or we, re- we need to read the oh. Bible today. <laughs> so so I made it easy. I love it. It's like the equivalent of putting yes. the first poster beside your bed, right? Just slapping it somewhere yes. where you can see it. Totally. No, I could see that. And I'm going to just have to mention, because I don't have the book yet, but you mentioned a book um, that helps us with these habits. Um, Is it called Tiny Habits? Yeah, it's by BJ Fogg. And it is super practical. And he talks about all different kinds of tiny habits that you could start in your day. It's not about spiritual habits, but he does include some spiritual habits in there. So I've kind of modified his ideas. And, you know, I'm ordering that book today. Yeah. Right. No, because really I've heard about, I actually think I first heard about it from someone who was um, talking about health and fitness and adding positive habits to their day and uh, tiny habits just keeps coming up. So I love that it also includes some spiritual disciplines. And I agree, these little things that we can do, uh, you know, and I love the idea of anchoring, you know, you have that one thing and that's your anchor and then you can just add to it over time. That is super good. And so, um, well, I, I know for us, because we've been homeschooling forever and ever, (laughs) that we, my husband and I just, you know, have our own habit of being up in the morning doing devotions. And Mm -hmm. so that's what the kids wake up and see typically on a good day. You know, I'm up before them, I'm sitting on the couch or in my room and I'm reading my Bible and praying. And so as kids have grown up, they wake up and that's kind of, I mean, I just am such a believer in modeling. And so what kids see Mm -hmm. their parents do is what they're going to think is normal and what they're going to be more naturally inclined to do. So for us, it's been when kids are young, you know, my youngest is now 10. So he'll just usually curl up with me and we have done a variety of different devotions together over time, whether it's a, you know, little boy devotional, or sometimes we'll just read a few scriptures together and pray. Uh, We've done a lot of different things. um, But what I would love to talk about now, as far as these little ones go, and you can give us an age range, but your new book, which probably is about to release as this podcast comes out. It's the Mother and Son Prayer Journal, which I got to take a sneak peek at and really enjoyed. Levi loved it. I thought it was so well done and so unique from any other devotional that we have done. So tell us about the Mother and Son Prayer Journal. Sure. Well, it was a little bit tricky to figure out how I was going to make something that was both going to connect us with our sons and our sons with God and us with God all at the same time. Yeah, so that was yeah. fun. So, because um, you really what, created this also with the idea of making it a keepsake, right? So that's kind of part mm-hmm. of the plan going into it. Yes. There was a lot of things. Yeah. A lot of things to kind of pull together. So what in the end, what it ended up being is a devotional on the life and writings of David. So we're talking about what it looks like to be a God chaser and what it looks like for God to chase us and to be faithful to us when we're not faithful to him. So we start out every day by asking each other just a simple, 
simple, interesting question. It's not like a spiritual question, just like what makes you feel better when you're having a bad day? And you ask that to your son and your son asked that question to you too. So I have had some pretty interesting conversations with my son when one of them is, what's the most dangerous thing you've ever done on purpose? And I'm like, hmm, should I really oh. tell him that? Oh. <laughs> so all kinds oh, of so fun, great. like get to know you. Yeah. And yeah, oh. so that, that part just by itself has been really fun. And then there's a devotion about David. And I really try to keep it to the Bible. Like we're really just talking about David and the Bible and kind of connecting things from the New Testament and seeing what God is doing in those times. And then um, there's a prayer prompt for the boys. So I know from my three boys that they don't love journaling. Like this is not a thing for them. Mm -hmm. So I thought, how are we going to make a journal that is going to actually appeal to boys? So I tried to make it really simple. Again, there's my simple thing. Like you know, one says, tell God about a problem in your life and you can either write it or draw it. So most of my boys will end up doodling something that's a problem in their life. They're not going to write it. And then you can say, ask him to help you with this problem. Or uh, let's see, let me find another one here. What does it look like for God to protect you? So you can write a prayer for God to protect you or draw a picture of what you feels like God is doing when he's protecting you. And then after that, then there's a prayer section for moms where you can take the verses that we talked about today and you can write a prayer for your son that he can come back to. And then you can, so you could do it at the time. I usually do it right then because otherwise I'm going to forget. I'm just like, be quiet for a minute while I write. (laughs) And then I'll pray it over them. uh, You know, if you want more. I love that. Intentionality or if you can't write fast, then you can do it later. Hey guys, hope you're enjoying this conversation. And now I want to pause for a moment and thank this episode's sponsor, which is Hubie's Surf Atlas. Now, I know I have a lot of listeners who have surfers in the family or at least a love for the ocean. And I'm going to say that this this surf atlas is really good for anyone. I know what kid doesn't love the ocean, but it is so much more than a surf atlas. This is a high quality tribute to the sport of surfing, adventure, our planet, and a diverse array of amazing surf destinations on every continent. It's a 96-page hardcover book that breaks down 15 surf spots and regions on all seven continents, some legendary and others obscure. The book is packed, though, with enchanting illustrations of waves, wildlife, travel, 200 facts, maps, STEM concepts, easily understandable infographics, and a glossary that makes the book accessible and relevant to any ocean-loving family and child. So you guys, this book was created by two uh, boy dads, one from Denmark and one from California. And these are dads that have traveled the world and surfed, and they are really putting all their passion into educating their kids and the younger generation. And I think they've done such a beautiful job. My husband was so impressed and he was like, this is like a geography lesson, a science lesson, and yet it's so fun to look through that kids don't even realize they're learning. So their hope is that this atlas will inspire kids and their families to explore and help deepen interest in the beauty of surfing, culture, wildlife, geography, the sciences, and planet Earth, and is so interest among individuals by contextualizing typically academic themes to increase meaning and relevance. You guys, they've nailed it. They've done such a good job 
be sure to go over to show notes because I have pictures of this book. I think you're going to fall in love with it like we have. And I hope that you can get it. It belongs on everyone's shelf. I'm really using it as part of Levi's education. Now, what's cool is we have a little coupon code. If you use the voucher code BOYMOM, you'll get 10% discount up until April 30th. So if you're listening to this anytime before April 30th, Use the voucher code BOYMOM and you'll get 10% discount. And be sure to tell your friends about this, especially if you have surfer friends, friends who love the ocean. This is an awesome book. So thank you, Hubie's Surf Atlas, for sponsoring this episode. And now we're going to get back to our conversation with Christy Thomas. I really love having the mom journal part of your um, mother-son devotional because over the years I have tried... I actually have a separate journal for each of my boys that when they were little, I started filling out and then a couple years would go by and I'd be like, oh, dang, you know, I should pull that out again. But then I feel all inconsistent. But I love having one place where I just am reminded. And if not daily, then at least, you know, occasionally I can write in it. So I really love having the mom journal part. I'm really glad you included that there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I really like it too for myself because having the devotion there and some verses gives me some direction for my prayers that I'm writing. Cause I'm not really great at journaling without some direction. So right. it gives me some direction for my prayers. I kind of have an idea of what to say, what to pray over them. It's been really helpful for me. Yeah, that makes sense because I know that, you know, we all have these hearts for our sons. And if you just open up a blank journal, I want to talk about how much I love them, my dreams for them, what they did that day, like it could get a little crazy. And so I think that overwhelm is probably what has stopped me from just taking the time to write a page or two. So I agree. Having a little direction is so good. Okay. So just a quick review. Your oldest son is 12 now, right? Is he about to turn 12 or 12 now? Oh, he's counting down the days until he turns 12. It's about three Okay. Okay, good. And, and you're still doing, um, you're still doing these with him most of the time, right? Yeah. Most of the time I'm doing it with him. Okay. So one thing I thought, um, as this conversation about kids and devotions and, you know, kids spending time with God has come up, a lot of people have asked me, especially when I put out there on Instagram, um, how I have helped my boys start doing their own personal devotions. Um, is that something that you have a plan for? Like what, at what age do you imagine your kids doing things independently? I'm just kind of curious. We all have a different way of approaching this stuff. I think I'm going to approach it more on a kind of a case by case basis for my kids. I'm going to watch for things like whether they can handle doing some things by themselves. Can they, will they be capable of doing it and getting something out of it? Are they interested? So I think my oldest is at that point now. So my plan now is to kind of pray about it and help him figure out some small little th- habits that he can put into his day so that he can do it on his own. But I'd love to hear from you because you're <laughs> on the other side of that. Right. Tell me how it works in your family. Uh, we just kind of look at uh, devotional time, time in the word as just a daily discipline that's just really important, kind of like brushing your teeth or you know making your bed. It's just what you do. Like once kids have told us that they um, have put their faith in Jesus, that they have a personal relationship with Christ, which you know for our boys has all happened by the time they're 12 years old for sure, then we're like, well, then you know part of that is some disciplines that we don't always feel like. It's not like 
you feel like brushing your teeth every day, but you know that that's healthy to take care of your teeth. And so in the same way, we're going to tell you this is what we do as a family. When you have a relationship with God, you need to nurture that. And the only way to get to know someone better is to spend time with them. So we're going to just tell you that we'd like you to spend a few minutes a day. It doesn't have to be extensive, but here's what you do. You know, at least read a little bit from scripture and quiet your heart. And, you know, you can tell God as much as you want, but also take a minute to listen to him. So it's really just saying, we want you to to get to know the Lord better. And whatever that looks like, we're not going to control it. We're not going to force it. No. Mm. And like you said, the last thing you want is to, you know, have your kids grow up feeling like they've had anything shoved down their throat or forced on them. But for us, Mm -hmm. it's such a natural thing. It's like, hey, we exercise because we take care of ourselves. We, you know, these are choices we make. Well, part of that is your spiritual life is so important. And we teach them that, you know, the word of God is the bread of life. It's you need it as much as you need air or water or food. We depend on God. So let's spend that time with him. You know, I might even have when I'm organized and have a whiteboard with a daily routine, it'll be like, get up, you know, brush your teeth, eat breakfast, do devotions, do chores. So it's kind of on their to-do list. And that can sound very task tasky. It can sound, you know, um, maybe a little bit forced, but for us, it's, it hasn't ever, the boys haven't ever responded that way. Mm. So because we've kind of taught them what that looks like, you know, we read from the word of God and we pray. That's the basic formula. It doesn't have to be long or drawn out, but usually by the time they're independent, you know, somewhere between 10 and 13, um, they have a little, kids devotional or at least a Bible that they're comfortable reading. And then we usually have a journal. And like you said, they don't always love to journal, but I really even have started encouraging Levi at 10 to say like, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big, um, Proverbs person. I like to have our boys in Proverbs as much as possible. So I'll be like, hey, why don't you read part of, you know, whatever the date is today, go to that chapter of Proverbs, read it, find one verse that kind of seems practical, that might apply to your life or seem really helpful, and just write one verse in your journal, prayer journal, and then maybe write a couple words like, God, you know, help me to follow this. Help me to apply this to my life or, you know, some prayer that goes with it. And yeah, it's a little bit like, a project he has to do. But I think that the more you start to have them do it as many days as possible, it becomes kind of part of their day. So for us, it's, it's, they've never, I mean, I shouldn't say they don't resist it. Levi might resist a little bit writing in the journal, (laughs) but they don't, it's never been like, I don't want to spend time with God because Mm -hmm. it's just been a part of their life as long as they can remember. So I know that some people there's pushback. And if so, you need to be sensitive and you don't want this to be a religious thing where they feel like they're being forced. But I think if it is a natural part of the day and they see that it brings you joy and it's a blessing, then there's typically not a lot of resistance there. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you guys are modeling that. So for me, that's a Mm. little trickier. I have one boy who is six and is quite chatty. (laughs) And so Mm -hmm, the second mm -hmm. he gets up in the morning, he, it's like he doesn't know how to stop talking. It's like he stored up all his <laughs> words while he was sleeping and yes. he just has to vomit them out. So uh-huh. I tend to do my Bible and prayer time in my room before I even open yeah. the door to him in the morning. Sure. So my kids don't really uh-huh. see me doing that. So right. I don't know if maybe I need to change. Yeah, but I'll bet they know. I mean, yeah. they, they know that mom's in there doing that, right? Yeah. I mean, I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And my husband gets up and goes to work early. So it's not like they get up and see us, you know kneeling or, you know, they're, it's, it's just, they know that that's kind of part of our daily routine is, is whether my husband's in the car listening to the Bible and praying or whether they peek in and see me in my room. Cause I too try to get up early so that 
um, I have my alone time before they get up. But yeah, I think that encouraging them to just do that and then helping them find some good resources as they grow up, whether it's, you know, a good kids devotional or a teen devotional. And, um, and I'll, I'll put a little list of some of those that I have shared recently. Um, when I did the Instagram, um, little stories, and then I shared in my email to my subscribers, I'll share some of the devotions that are good for, you know, the teenage years. But one thing that I, I will also link to that, that I love because, you know, you're kind of covering these early years here and hopefully people will take advantage of your resources. But I did create a download that is on my website and I'm going to link to it here, but it's got two things on it. It's got a little guide for helping our kids learn to pray. And also, um, it has a journaling kind of prompt Mm -hmm. and I'll just mention it briefly here and then people can go grab that download. But Um, As far as praying goes, I think a lot of people have heard of the acronym ACTS, A-C-T-S, and that's, um, you know, A for adoration. So teaching them to open their prayer, just, you know, kind of with a couple words of worship, you know, just acknowledging that God is God and um, just kind of starting with your heart in a good position there. And then C for confession. That's where you just get clean and teach them if there's anything that's standing between you and God, like this is a good time to just ask forgiveness, confess any sins that you know of. And then T for thanksgiving. That's a great time. I mean, kids these days, I think especially need to stop and just go look at all the blessings in my life. What am I thankful for? And just a great time to list a couple things. And then S for supplication, which of course is a big word when they're little, but it's just, you know, naming some requests to God, things that you need his help for that day. So what I've done is in Levi's journal, I just wrote on the very front cover, um, inside the front cover, the letters ACTS with what each of those mean so that when he starts, if he's alone, if I'm busy or if he's trying to do devos on his own, he can go through that and just pray a short prayer, kind of aligning his heart because otherwise, you know, when they're young, a lot of their prayers sound like, you know, dear God, help me to have fun today. (laughs) (laughs) Dear God help me get what I want. You know, it's kind of a very selfish prayer. So I think Mm -hmm. that's just a good little guide for them. Again, I outlined that in the download. And then also the journaling prompt that we've used uses the acronym SOAP, S-O-A-P. And this is where, especially when they're getting a little bit more into those, you know, early teen years, they can read through maybe a chapter of the Bible. And the S is for scripture. So find one scripture that stands out to you and, and just write it down again. It might just be one verse, but S for scripture. And then O for observation. What what does this tell you? What do you notice about it? Who's speaking? What's going on? A for application. How might this apply to my life? What what might this, you know, be saying to me today? And then P for prayer. And that's where they can just write a short prayer. And again, this can be so, so simple. It can be a couple sentences or they can um, really turn it into a longer journaling session. But again, um, I put that in the front of Levi's journal. Now, has he used it a lot? No. <laughs> but the few times he has, I have guided him. I've been like, okay, mm-hmm. let's find one verse in this little section of scripture you just read. And I've kind of guided him through how that works. And I think that, like you said, with the mom journal, it it gives them something to follow. So they're not just staring at a blank page like, oh, I don't know what to journal. Yeah. <laughs> and so instead they have something that they can really um, follow that gives their, you know, just I think it just helps direct them in their prayer journaling. So that is a download that I'm going to link to. So if you've got a kid who's maybe more getting into the teenage years, hopefully that's going to be a helpful guide. And even if they're younger, you can print it out and start introducing it to your child. And hopefully that's something they can begin to use on their own over time as they grow up. 
Mm-hmm. I love that so much. It's like you're just giving them the skills to be able to do this as they grow and helping exactly. them find this place in their day, helping them create that placeholder. Because we know that God wants to be part of all of our day. But if we don't take time to intentionally turn our gaze to him, yes. <laughs> he uh, it doesn't tend to be part of our whole day if we're never taking that exactly. intentional time. Definitely. No, you're so right. And and again, you and I have talked and I know, you know, one concern moms have, especially when their kids are little is, oh, I just don't want them to feel like I'm, I'm shoving this down their throat or I'm forcing it because you hear of those kids who are older who are like, uh, mm. every day growing up, my mom made me do this <laughs> or my family had to do that. And, and you don't want them to have, you know, end up with a rebellious spirit about it. But again, I think like, what we said, the more you're modeling it and the more authentic it is and the more joy it brings you as a parent, the more they're going to see it as a good thing, not something that's just forced. And and discipline is part of life, right? We need to be um, disciplined in all areas. So, so far, so good for us. My college <laughs> boys are still spending time with God every day. Thank you, Jesus. So you have inspired me. <laughs> well, good. It's, yeah, it's going to look different in every home, but I think it can be done. And I think that boys who have a relationship with God should all be spending time with him. Okay. Before we wrap up now, you've got a lot of resources besides your awesome books, which we'll link to. Can you tell us about some of the resources you have on your website that people can go check out? For sure. Well, you can go and check out my Start Little Guide, which is a free download. It's just on my main page and I'll send you the links to all this too. So if you're looking for something really simple to do with a kid who is about two to six years old, that was my first book. I created something called Wise for Salvation. It's interactive, um, Bible-based. It's not really devotional. It's almost more like a Bible study for little kids. Mm -hmm. So you spend Mm -hmm. like just three to five, even less, three to five minutes each day um, on the same Bible story or same Bible verse for uh, five days in a row. So right now my youngest and I are going through it and we're doing the story of uh, Jesus calming the storm. So one day you might act it out with your stuffed animals. And one day you might put your legs over the side of the bed and pretend you're fishing and with Jesus Mm -hmm. and say, no, Jesus, do you have anything to say to me today? So there's all just kind of little activities to do that don't take any prep. So that's- I remember that one. It's super good. I, yep. I remember going through that with Levi. Yeah. I I still love it. I was telling my six-year-old, I need to do this with you before you get too old for it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) so sad when we're done with it. And then I have often had people say, do you have like a wise for salvation, but for older kids? And I don't have a full book like that for older kids, but most of the family Bible studies that I have on my website are kind of formatted like that. So they're very simple. There's, you know, a couple verses to read together. And then there's a few questions that you can talk about. And they're kind of open-ended questions, not, not simple questions, but questions that, you know, four-year-olds can answer, but also a 14-year-old can answer Mm, and a 44-year-old can answer as well. And then Mm. there's a prayer. And then I also often include uh, like a very simple little activity to go with it. Like, Let's stand on your chair and say really loud these words that John the Baptist was shouting in the wilderness. Let's shout them mm-hmm. too. <laughs> it's just something mm-hmm. really simple that kind of helps your kids engage with their bodies too. So good. Okay. So we will link to all of those things and your new mother-son prayer journal, which releases on April 6th, but it is available for pre-order now, right? Absolutely. Okay. Love it. Amazon, Books a Million, wherever you buy your books. So fun. It's even in Canada. It's even in Australia. Somebody asked me and I looked the other day. Oh, good. That's awesome. Well, we will be linking to that. If someone wants to just track you down and find you online right now, where can they go? Just head right over to my website, littleshootsdeeproots.com. You can find my social media profiles there if you want them or my email address. You can connect with me there as well. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being back with us. I know there's so many more things we could talk about, so I'm sure we'll have you back on again. Well, thanks so much for having me. This has been really fun. And I've learned a lot too. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you betcha. Hey, enjoy the snow out there. Oh, we will throw it at the windows or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> at each other, no doubt. Right. At each other. Yeah, awesome. we're kind of tired of throwing it at each other, to be honest. But <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy those boys. God bless and aloha. All right, friends, thank you so much for being here. I hope you got a lot out of that episode, and I know we covered a lot. So just find all those links over in show notes at monicaswanson.com forward slash episode dash 99. You can find all show notes, of course, at monicaswanson.com forward slash podcast. But this is episode 99. So lots of links over there. Also appreciate you considering a donation to Christian Parenting by texting CPGIVE to 474747. And don't forget, if you're interested, in Hubie's Surf Atlas. Get that 10% off by using code BOYMOM. Photos of the book as well as links are over in show notes. So I just want to thank you for being a part of this podcast community. Thank you for your ratings and reviews. Thanks for sharing this podcast with your friends. If you enjoyed this particular episode, go ahead and take a screenshot, share it to your stories. That way your friends can check it out as well. It means so much to me. Thank you guys. Next week is our 100th episode. So we need to party might have some giveaways going on. So definitely come back and party with us. All right. So have a wonderful rest of your week and until next time. Aloha. Aloha.